0: welcome to you lost me at namaste where we will be discussing all things wellness well-being and spirituality at a 101 level so if you've ever wondered what the law of attraction is or what a blocked root chakra is then this podcast is for you and the universe led you here for a reason so thank you for joining me i'm michelle schoenfeld a master energy healer and reformed coutureaholic coming to you live from the eaton hotel workshop in downtown washington dc so welcome thank you for joining me today we are going to discuss something a little bit different than we've done in the past and actually i say that every week because it's true thank goodness you guys will all be bored um so this week i'm going to start off with a question part of this podcast is i will answer questions on spirituality on wellness We've covered things like chakras and crystals and meditation. And today I got a really good question. So I'm going to start off the podcast with that. Um, it came to me from South Carolina. It says, Hi, I've had people tell me that I'm an empath, but I've also looked it up and saw something called a light worker. What's the difference between that? Can you explain? So I love that. Because I am actually a light worker and an empath and a star seed, which is something that we will probably cover next week. Um, so, a light worker is a really interesting and kind of fun thing. It's a term that's been going around a lot. If you're on Instagram, you almost can't avoid seeing it. But a light worker are that kind of person who just brings light into your life. You've probably come across them, it's somebody that you want to be around, it's somebody who just kind of sparkles and shines. And it has nothing to do necessarily with their profession. It has nothing to do with the way they look. It's just this really contagious, wonderful energy. There's a lot of different kinds of light workers out there, and they all have different callings, so to speak. So some people are here to help you heal. There's healing light workers. There's spiritual teachers. Um, very often, light workers uh, are somebody who's famous. You don't have to be. You could be a mechanic, you can be the person next door, but very often they end up being somebody famous because they're just so full of light that people want to be around them and they want to spread the light as much as they can. So the one common objective that they all have, though, is that they help people dig through their own shadows. So light workers are um, old souls. That have reincarnated here into this life and a light work if you're a light worker then you chose to be here hopefully by the end of this podcast you'll know if you are one or not and if anything i'm saying resonates or is interesting to you then you probably are a light worker so light workers as i said they're an older soul they reincarnate into this life but often forget through birth so they're born and they don't really remember the journey their journey of healing and they'll spend a lot of times throughout their life, kind of on this journey of self-discovery, this journal, this journey of healing. And oftentimes, light workers don't feel um, connected. They feel a little bit different. They might feel like they don't always belong. But things somehow always work out for them. A lot of times, light workers, especially when they're younger, have to dig through a lot of trauma to kind of find their healing properties and find um, the light within. So if you know, we're born, and you don't really remember that you have this quality. Your light is dim, and so you have to kind of dig through your own shadows to rediscover it. And this can take a long time or a short time. Some light workers, um, I met a really great one actually, who helped me wake up. I want to say he was maybe 17 years old, and he was working at a crystal shop in Bethany Beach, or actually Rehoboth Beach. Um, and he looked at me and he said, "Oh, you know, you're a light worker." And I was like, uh, what is that? And he's like, well, you're an empath. You know that, don't you? And I didn't know either one at the time, to be honest. This was right after my cancer treatment. So that brings me to the other thing. So you can wake up for no reason at all, other than you find yourself and you read books and it resonates. And if you're listening right now and this sounds interesting, this might be helping you wake up and igniting that spark of your own light. Um, But often healers go through something really traumatic. And it can be abuse, it can be an illness, it can be anything that's kind of trauma that sparks that light. It's kind of that fight or flight, something that happens so bad or so extreme that it shocks you into remembering who you are and bringing that light back out. And when I say remembering who you are, it doesn't mean that all of a sudden the light bulb goes off and you're like, oh, I must be a light worker. It's that you start seeing things differently. You kind of have your awakening. And actually that's what it is, it's an awakening. You start to see life differently. You start to see the beauty in situations. You start to see positive parts of things that in the past you would have looked at as difficult or traumatic or painful. You start to see all that light and all those wonderful things that are going on. And you also start to realize that you're a powerful manifester. So lightworkers have the power often to manifest almost anything that they want. They can control and create but you don't always realize it, and manifesting isn't always positive. You can manifest really great things. I've talked about it before. That early in my life, I kind of early in my twenties, I got pretty much everything I wanted. I wanted the nice car, I wanted the good job, I wanted the country club, I wanted a superficial um, life that looked good on paper because I thought that's what would make me happy. And I wanted certain things, and I got those things. I got the big house with the beautiful yard, and the country club, and the two kids, and. Everything that I pictured, I manifested, but I didn't think to ask for love and happiness and fulfillment. And not that I wasn't ever, I was always unhappy, but I just didn't ask for those feelings. So as I had my awakening and I learned that I could be in control of what I wanted, I started realizing, wow, it works. So lightworkers can manifest and create things once they become in tune to it. So maybe you know, there's a vacation you wanted, or maybe there was um, anything that you can just think of you wanted, a situation, seeing a friend for lunch, it can be big or simple, and then all of a sudden it just happens, or you're thinking about somebody and they call you, all those kind of things are little clues about your ability to manifest. And usually you notice that people wanna be around you too because your light and your feeling is contagious and you feel drawn to help people because you wanna give them your light you want to help them solve their own problems. You want to help them um, through their own hardships. And that's different with other healers is that light workers want to help people heal themselves. They want to help people wake up. They want to help people find their, their happiness versus trying to fix it for them. And for me, even, that was something that I had to learn is I spent the first half of my life where I wasn't awake, so to speak, um, and still a healer, but not awake to my healing gifts trying to help people by fixing them versus teaching them how to fix themselves. Trying to fix the solution versus sending love and helping people find their own love and feel and helping them find their own power to heal either through love or actually physically healing. Uh, so that's what lightworkers do. Um, they also need a lot of alone time um, because when you're around people and you give your light, you never give all of it away, by the way. So, you know some people worry that you can give too much you can deplete yourself and get a little sick you can deplete yourself and get very fatigued but you never run out because that light is always inside of you it's kind of like a candle can light a lot of other candles it doesn't dim its initial light that's very true but sometimes we feel just so tired and that's when if you are a light worker or even if you're you're not sure if you are but this resonates with you it's a really important time when you get that low energy from being around people or being in crowds or maybe helping a friend or listening to your friend's problems or whatever it is you're doing. that just makes you feel tired and depleted. It's really important. You can take a salt bath, um, some salts in your own bathtub works great. You can go for a swim in the sea or just anything you want to do to be alone. But nature is always, always a plus. And um a lot of light workers are mediums, they're psychics, they're intuitives, they're healers, but you don't have to be. You don't have to be any of those careers. You can just be somebody who likes to help their friends feel better. It's as simple as that. But the overall goal is to raise the vibration of the world and to help heal the world. And there's a lot of light workers out there. Um I'm not talking about a few thousand. I'm talking like large numbers that are on the earth right now to help raise the vibration, spread love and light. So I encourage you to look into that more if you're interested. There's some really good websites out there. Um, Gaia has a good uh, website and also Ask Angels, just whatever resonates with you, I'd go with that one. So now I'm gonna switch over to empath, what an empath is. And an empath is a little bit different. It's still a person who wants to heal and help people. Um, they have the ability to do that but it's a person who feels emotions in others. So a lot of empaths are also intuitive and they have like knowings, but they're a little bit more sensitive than a light worker. And they have the ability to actually bring on the pain of others and transmute it. So it feels good to other people sometimes also to be around an empath because they will kind of suck out some of those feelings and help you feel better, but an empath will absorb it and it can make them sick, it can make them feel sad or feel happy. You can, an empath can watch a movie that has a lot of violence, has, you know, I'm not gonna even say what kind of violence, but has stuff and feel the pain of the person being victimized. Feel the pain of the people going through toxic situations, even though it's not real, even though it's in a movie. So in real life, a lot of times empaths get sucked into toxic relationships, um, into abusive situations. Because they have this innate ability, they want to help and heal but it comes on to them. And it's hard, They're, an empath is very attractive to an abuser, as is a light worker. But the good news is <laughs> that empaths, the sensitivity is beautiful. It helps them be understanding and compassionate, really great friends. If Again, there's a sensitivity there, but they are happy to sacrifice for all the people around them. Um, sometimes at their detriment, their detriment, because they want to keep the peace, they don't want to start controversy, because they feel it. You know, if you've ever been told, oh, you're too sensitive, um, or if you're around people, and they're fighting, and it makes you physically feel sick, or maybe you walk into large crowds of people and feel overwhelmed, or even like going to a hospital or a doctor's office makes you feel sick, there's a good chance you could be an empath. Um, a lot of times empaths is very emotional. There's, there's healing empaths. There's empaths that deal really well with animals. A lot of veterinarians are empaths, intuitives, but often empaths are dealing with pain from the past. They're helping you deal with pain that's already happened, that's stuck inside you and is manifesting in your behavior. So empaths are very kind of tied to the past where lightworkers are more future looking. They're tied to the future. They're eager for what's to come. They can't wait to help raise the vibration and have happy things and spread light all around. Empaths are looking at the past, but they're super important. Um, they're wonderful, beautiful, loving people that are here to help us all. Um, they're good at spotting lies. They're good at uh, knowing what is true and what's not true as far as the way they feel in their stomach. Um, sometimes they're addicted to problems and they can get very overwhelmed. By that they want the person who will ask you questions about things that have happened and like oh no really and then what happened and then what'd you say um and it will make you feel better because you're sharing your story with them but for the empath it goes inside and can affect them physically so if you're an empath be grateful it's wonderful it does mean you're sensitive i know i didn't say a lot of good things about it i am an empath so uh and i had a, a difficult weekend Um, doing a a lot of healing. So I'm being a little sensitive myself right now and kind of carrying around some of the energy from other people right now myself, even though I've done my own meditations. Um, So if you do feel like this resonates and you are an empath, be grateful for it, embrace it. It means that you are also an older soul. You have a lot of love in you, but take time. uh, Here We hear the fire truck. I am in downtown DC, as I said. Um, Take time for yourself. Again, it's the same as a light worker. You need time in nature. You need time to take salt baths and clear that energy out. You're going to take it on. That's okay. But then you need to let it go. You need to let it just leave your body. Um, If you're an empath, stay away from the news, stay away from the media, and stay away from people who gossip. It's not going to do any good for you. And you can learn to control it. You can learn how to kind of shield yourself a little bit. And we're not closing ourselves off from the outside world. We're just shielding so nothing gets to us that doesn't belong to us. That's a really, really important thing for an empath to do. So I hope that answers the questions of the difference between a light worker and an empath. Um, they're both very valuable, and oftentimes uh, people are both. Oftentimes you can be a light worker and you can also be an empath. And next week, I'm going to talk about Star Seed and Earth Angel, because a lot of times these all go together. And those are in the same vein as Lightworker and Empath, in that their common goal is to hear, is to help heal the world, is to be here for a reason. Um, but I will go into that next week. Stay tuned for that. We have a little shorter show this week, and we'll have a little shorter show next week probably as well. Um, and As always, if you have a question, you can email me at michelle, that's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, at michelleschonfeld.com. You can DM me on Instagram. I am at uh, michelleschonfeldofficial. I answer all my questions, and I would love to hear from you. I love answering these kind of questions. And for all of those out, you, out there who aren't sure if you are an empath or you are a light worker, I would just say that no matter what you are, who you are, you are worthy, you were born for a reason, you're important, never doubt it. If your purpose hasn't come yet, it will, I promise you, it's out there and nothing that is meant for you is gonna pass you by, it is coming your way. So hang in there and be positive. So the last thing we do before we go is I always give a mantra for the week. And a mantra is something I want you to say several times in a row, several times a day over the next week. So we've done, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. We've done act in spite of fear. We've done a lot of really good mantras this week. Our mantra is I am in charge of how I feel. And today I choose and you fill in the blank. So I'm going to put happiness for now. I'm in charge of how I feel. And today I choose happiness. I am in charge of how I feel, and today I choose happiness. I'm in charge of how I feel, and today I choose happiness. So put in there, I feel healthy, I feel healed, I feel loved, I feel optimistic, I feel eager, whatever you want, but whatever you choose, stick to the same word all day long. The next day you can change it if you want. So that's it for this short version of You Lost Me at Namaste. I hope you have a great week and I will see you next time. Namaste.